and welcome back to my first fanfiction, the podcast where I'll read the sequel to the second fanfiction. God, I wish I could have taken a picture of what just happened in the middle of my intro. Again, Dr. Porridge is sitting on her couch. We started the podcast with her in her spot um, on the couch and she just leaned forward and just, I don't even know what she was trying to do. Just put her paw on Duncan's leg. Oh, the, oh, and she's down. Well, I said, there's so much for her being up. It was very strange. Duncan is not particularly close to her. So she just like, it, was, it looked like she was doing a death defying stunt where she had one paw on his chair and the rest of her was just hanging in midair. I think she just wanted my attention. <laughs> she just desperately wants pets. Uh, that's Dr. Porridge. Uh, that's kind of her whole thing is she just really wants to get pet. So she will boop your hand very aggressively if you don't pet her. Or I guess uh, <laughs> leap off of the couch to make sure that she's in the vicinity for you to, for you to pet her. No leap. Just one lean. It was one very frightening lean. I just was like, oh my god. <laughs> It's like, she's kind of a coward, so I was shocked that she did it. It was just, most of her body was just hanging. It's, it's encouraging. Like, yeah. She's got to become less cowardly, in my opinion. <laughs> so I said, just through her, the pursuit of pets, uh, it has made her emboldened. Or it is, is that the right word? No. Sure. Sure. Let's go with that then. <laughs> how are you, Duncan? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. You know what today is? You do, because I told you right before we started. Monday. Oh, okay. He's he has forgotten. Oh, it's the finale. Yes, it's the finale of season three. Woo! Thank you for your excitement. Doctor Porridge is very excited as well. Clearly, having only shown up like three episodes ago. Yes, it is a season finale. Oh, and, little voice. Uh-huh. Do it again. Uh, no, there is some uh, interesting news in regards to the sequel. Uh, to this story, which we'll get into at the end of the podcast, because uh, we have some we have some things to discuss, some housekeeping. How about that voice? Some housekeeping before oh. we move into the new season. Oh, yeah. So of course, uh, you know, we'll discuss that at the end. We'll save all the good stuff for the very end, so that there are no spoilers for what happens. Because as we all know, we are at the wedding of the century. It is the final chapter. Bill is getting ready to marry Cleo. There are two guns at this wedding. Tyva has a gun. Christian, the ex-boyfriend of Chloe, no, Cleo, also has a gun. And they are all threatening each other. And Julia has just shown up. And she has decided to hopefully put an end to things. And uh, our suspicion is that someone is going to get shot. But we shall see. The description for this chapter is uh, a real emo girl move. And so the American <laughs> suit heart, it's supposed to say sweetheart, it's spelled wrong, <laughs> fell in love with the fallout boy. The fallout boy. Yeah, because American sweetheart is the name of a fallout boy song. Okay. S-U-I-T-E, but it but is spelled here S-U-2-E. in this case kind of falls apart because there is no fallout boy. There is no fallout boy. No. He's <laughs> so the American sweet, sorry, suit heart. I think describing <laughs> Julia as an American suit heart is a real stretch. Yeah, everybody famously hates her. They think she's a rat. Yeah. I don't think anyone likes her except Tyva and Bill. 
And Tyva, the judgment's kind of out there. And Bill also does oh, not yeah, like Bill her. Yeah, Bill currently does not like her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, to be fair, I think her child will also come out just like, eh. <laughs> couldn't have been someone else's child. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Bill's not a fallout boy. He's a Tokyo hotel, as we all know. So famously. Yes. If there was one thing I would say about Bill Cowlick, it's that he's a Tokyo Hotel. Yes. So the real caption should be, and so the street rat fell in love with the Tokyo Hotel. That's our amended description of the chapter. Thank you, Dr. Parridge, for for stepping up to the mic. She's skitter. She's skitter. She's been doing a lot of mouse sounds. So if you hear that in the background, it's not one of us making mouse sounds. I mean, maybe it is. I mean, I guess it could be. The secret, uh... You have to guess who's making the mouse sounds in this episode. That's that a was twist. that was me. <laughs> Thank you, Duncan. <laughs> Are you ready to get into this? The final chapter of Pain Without Love. Yes. Yay! All right, we're starting off in Julia's POV, which kind of sucks. No, no pizza music, but wow. Well, you know, sometimes you got to start low to get better. So we'll see. It's just an enormous block paragraph, which is always not a good sign. Nice for me. Yeah. I get to sit back. I said, yeah, it has been lately just kind of been the Duncan show, like some one act show. Yeah. Where you've just been doing a million different voices. So it is good to switch it up. I sat on the bus that took me back uptown. Huh. Hmm. Okay. So we have an uptown. No, this is interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Thinking about this. Uptown, capital U. I'm thinking about Uptown Girl. Oh, love Uptown Girl. Great song. Yeah. That's it. Okay. I'm glad we had a moment to think about that. As much as I don't want to, I'm going to Bill and Cleo's wedding. Is she invited? Why is she going? I would certainly think she's not invited. She's the enemy of everyone at the wedding. Yeah. You know what they say? The enemy of my enemy is invited to my wedding. (laughs) I want to at least say goodbye. Great place to say goodbye at your wedding. The bastard may have ripped my heart out of my chest, stomped on it, and walked away. But still, I can never hold a grudge. Demonstrably untrue. Yeah, G does not sound like you're the type of person to hold a grudge. I live downtown now. Oh, okay. Time has passed. Yeah, time has passed. Downtown capitalized. How did she get a house? She was living in a hotel. How does she live anywhere now? Maybe she sold her life rights. Huh, that'd be interesting. I managed to get a small apartment by the river. The titular river that's always causing us so much grief. Interesting. She got an apartment. She has enough money to have an apartment. She's Mm -hmm. really, she's now lost kind of like her one thing. Yeah. She is now no longer homeless. Now what is she? Now she's just a person. Sorry, a suit head. (laughs) No, sorry. Suit heart. Suit head, I like. Suit head. All right, she's a suit head. It's not much, but it's enough until the baby comes. She's got a she's got an apartment by herself then. No roommates, it sounds like. Hey. Just her and the bun. She's making bang. She's got an apartment on her own. I do in hear, the downtown. I do hear rent in Detroit is uh, not so bad. <laughs> Tomorrow I start my job hunting though. No job! No yeah, job. Because she sold her life rights <sighs> to Paramount Pictures. They're gonna make a Hulu miniseries about, about her dating Bill. Tomorrow I start my job hunting, though I doubt anyone will want to hire an ex-homeless girl with a kindergarten education. Oh, so she did go to kindergarten. Yeah, I would say, oh, come now. She was in college at one point. <laughs> that's as true. We all, as we all know, that's how she learned to read. Of course. So she's better than a kindergarten education. You can, She can read. Or do you learn to read in kindergarten? Most people can't read in kindergarten. So she's even better than that. 
That's true. Yeah. She's got a college. She's technically at the college reading level. That's where she learned how to read. Not That's to where m- I learned how to read. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that I'm four months pregnant and the father left me for the girl with the world's worst boob job. No. Okay. No. A lot to unpack here. Yeah. I don't see how that last point is relevant nope. to her getting hired. Not at all. He's just going to be like, well... As we all know, you are the uh, disgraced um, former girlfriend of the guy who left you for the girl with the big boobs or something. That's going to make me less likely to hire you Yeah. because your ex-boyfriend is with someone who I found distasteful, I suppose. I don't know. It's I guess the four months pregnant thing makes sense. Yeah, that would make it harder yeah. to find a job, perhaps. Yes, sadly. I could see that, unfortunately, yes. I also can't believe she's only been pregnant for four months. And also that she is pregnant for four months at the same time. It feels like so much and no time has passed. So that's interesting. Yes, and I don't think that Cleo's breasts are relevant <laughs> to her to employment her status. Yeah, no. She's going to go to the unemployment office and they're like, why are you unemployed? And she says, this woman's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I sighed and put my hand against my stomach. I, this is the finale. Yeah, you figured that you would have put a little extra care into it. Not no. A, not a thought. No, suit head. Suit head. <laughs> Talking about Cleo and holding a grudge against Bill forever isn't going to make the situation I'm in any better. So she is holding a grudge. Mm, mm. She admitted. <sighs> Who knows? Maybe I'll find a man who will love me, pregnant and homeless, just the way I am. Okay, you're not I, homeless. Yes, <laughs> she's not homeless, as we all know. I was hoping she'd call herself homeless in this chapter. And she did. And she did. It, she got it right the first time, ex-homeless, but she messed up the second time. But I miss her, when I first read through this sentence, I read it as, who knows, maybe I'll find a man who will love me, comma, pregnant. And I'm like, the man is pregnant. Wow. And I was like, wow. Progressive. Okay. <laughs> just the way I am. <laughs> When I find that pessin, <laughs> when I find that pessin, I'll cherish them more than anything. And that's the wrong man. Yes. I wish for everybody. That's my, my final moral of the show is that I hope you all find your pessin, your suit head, <laughs> your street rat. A gaint, homeless. <laughs> Peace on. Well, except the baby, of course. Ariana likes to make me suffer. Wow. Oh, nice demon baby. She wants me to eat more food than I can afford and forces me to get sick when she doesn't get what she wants. This is a weird... Classic baby. Personification of a fetus, <laughs> I would say. She'll be a handful when she's born. I wonder what she'll look like. Hmm. Probably a baby. That ellipsis is mm. making me suspicious. Mm. Do you think it will be a demon baby? I hope so. I wouldn't have See, had we... any suspicion except this paragraph... Where she says, I wonder what she'll look like. It, uh, it does end with an ellipsis, which is very suspicious. So as we know from the previous author's note is that this is going to have an unsatisfying ending. And maybe the unsatisfying ending is that we find out that the baby is a demon. And that it just ends there. Kind of a satisfying ending to me. For me. Who's to say? It's kind of like, um, no, I can't remember. I was going to cite some movie that has like a major genre twist only right at the end, but I can't remember what I'm thinking of. That's probably a good example. Well, now I reveal that there's a genre twist at the end. Sad. I'm sorry. I will have bleeped out what movie it was. Oh, people are going to be so curious. (laughs) So you'll have to wonder what the movie is. (laughs) Will she look like me? 
Or another ellipses. The bastard. I hope she looks like me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Every time I have to talk, it's it's a nightmare for me. We're here, miss. I don't know why this was such a difficult line reading for you. Because I have to think about a voice. Well, outside of the voice, great job. Thank you. Yes. This is a, she's on a bus. So this bus driver knows where she's going and has explicitly called out to her that it is her stop. Very Such, kind. such service. Maybe she asked directions on the way in. Some brave people do that. They yeah. say to the bus driver, Where hey, am I does, going? does this go to yeah. uptown? She could tell them that she simply can't read, so. Mm. Bus drivers are often helpful. Not always nice, but I, I will say, not always nice, but almost always helpful. The, I could see Julia being, granted she doesn't speak much. She mostly says, okay. And <laughs> as is the next line here, thanks. One word. Yeah. Uh, I could see her being the type to get on the bus and have like a John Mulaney, like, I am new in town. Like she walks on, she's like, I am pregnant. Yeah. I am homeless and I cannot read. I am suit head. <laughs> I am suit head. I have lost my pessin. <laughs> and I'm going to a wedding. <laughs> I gave the cab driver his money. Hang Great. on. Hang, okay. Terrific. Hang on. Finale material here. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. I gave the cab driver his money and stepped out of the taxi. Taxi capital T. Proper noun. You cannot track your own writing for two paragraphs. I just went back and checked. The first line of the chapter is I sat on on the the bus. bus. We clocked it. This is an incredible. We for sure clocked it. This is an incredible bus. It transformed into a taxi (laughs) midway through the ride. This is in competition. (laughs) For the laziest writing in the history of this podcast. Oh my god. This is so bad. This, this is definitely the worst in-chapter inconsistency we've Astonishing. seen. Astonishing. Yeah. I looked up at the church, also All proper caps. noun. Yes. She's pious. <laughs> Looming over me. Wow. The sky was gray. It, it's gonna rain soon. That's a bit of a shift in style. Yeah. It's gonna rain soon. <laughs> it's ominous. I walked up the steps of the church lowercase this time i've lost my piety wow slowly (laughs) i love that adverb when i reached the top i had to take a minute to catch my breath how many steps was it note to self avoid stairs while pregnant it's probably like two steps okay before i walked into the church i peeked through a window weird yep the churches don't really have windows like that they're they're stained glass windows they don't really have like just a like a little peekaboo no window not really i think they often do. sometimes they do but they mainly have stained glass that's their thing (laughs) Thank you. She's jangly. She's just overwhelmed. This by does this seem like one of those fancy churches, but I, I I have been to many a church that's just got kind of a regular facade. Okay. I stood on my tippy toes and peeked in. Love this. <laughs> I couldn't tell what was happening, but Cleo didn't look very happy. Does she have a gun? <laughs> how many guns are in the room? That's how you can tell. I went over to the wooden door and put my ear against it, trying to hear what they were saying. Oh, now it's I'm, just literally exactly what happened in the previous chapter. Okay, I'm trying to interpret what paste. they're saying. Yeah. Because there's a word oh, missing here. As we sh- as we would have expected. Cleo, I can't let you this. <laughs> Christian, leave! No, I think that's Cleo. Oh, yeah, duh. 
Okay. I like the idea that Tyva's getting all up in arms about this man, though. Yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> Great work, Duncan. <laughs> Christian, leave. No, I won't abandon you or my baby. And then this is Bill. This is Bill. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. B- baby? And then it's also Bill again. You were lying to me this whole time. Bill, I... No, that's not... Bill, I... Julia was right, and I left her. And then Cleo again. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate the stage direction. No, Bill. That guy is in on their plan. He's lying to you. And then a line that I once again refuse to say. <laughs> okay. Um, Cleo, come back with me. No. <laughs> Do it. No. I'll never love an ugly nerd like you. <laughs> Come with me, or I'll shoot your little boy toy. Okay, so this is what's great about this, is that there's a word missing in the beginning of this. Yep. Uh, Cleo, I can't let you this. Yes, I remember reading yeah. it. It baffled me. Yes. Uh, this is literally the exact same thing that happened in the previous chapter. This was cut, it could have been cut and paste. It probably was. And uh, clearly it was not, because there was a word missing in the first line. Was the word missing last time? It I may don't, have been. I don't think that it was. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, I stand corrected. It is Cleo, I can't let you this. That's yep. an ori- That's an original. So we won't count that against uh, Author L for this one. Because I counted I, a little bit of it against Author L because she had she a second chance. It. Yeah, she had a second chance to catch it. And she did not. I'd heard enough. I pushed open the doors of the church and stomped in. Now we'll find out. This is drama. Does she have a gun? <laughs> is this a three-gun wedding? When I walked in, I saw Tyva with a gun in her hand, pointed at Christian. Try me! Christian put his finger on the trigger of his gun, and I decided to end this all now. Come on, whip out your gun. Everyone stop it! A tremendous number of I's and T's. So many I's and T's. Dr. Part is losing her mind. Oh, she up. She leaped. Okay, stay there this time. Everyone turned to look at me, including Bill. I locked eyes with him for a moment, but quickly turned my head away. I looked at Cleo. She definitely wasn't happy. It's definitely, but it's missing an E. What are you doing here? Crashing your oh-so-perfect wedding, apparently. What a nice little, like, ooh, catchphrase. Mmm. Mmm. Cleo's full of little quips. No, that's Julia. You loon. I can't. <laughs> you, the last chapter, and you've completely lost I've the just, thread. I just, yeah, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's a good thing this is ending. Good timing. Julia! Bill tried running to me, but Christian took one step closer to him. Don't move or I'll shoot. Now, what is the reason for that? <laughs> This is kind of what he needs. Bill's kind of like, I'm out. Yeah, this is yeah. this only this is helps great Christian. For him. Yeah. No, there was some reason. Yeah. It because he's he's trying to maintain well, trying... Bill as a as a as a um captive. Yeah. So to as to convince Cleo, Cleo to go to with, with him. him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the foundation of any healthy relationship. Of course. If it begins with a hostage situation, you know it's going to go well. Shoot and I'll blow your brains out. Ah, uh, classic Tyva. Tyva got her gun ready to fire. Got her gun ready to fire. <laughs> Displays you know, a, a great you understanding of, of gun. how guns do. You know, she got her ready yeah, to fire. You tell you that, that's what you do. Well, Cleo, looks like your wedding is going exactly how you wanted it. 
Okay, how does Julia know that? <laughs> a weird thing to say. Cleo scowled at me. This is all your fault, you dirty lowlife. Why don't you go back to your cardboard box? You're telling me, like, actually, it's a beautiful studio apartment. I live in a beautiful loft <laughs> overlooking the river downtown. My shower is in the kitchen, but that's okay. <laughs> this also is very much not Julia's fault. If anything, it really is entirely Cleo's fault. I'm just going to say that. Hot take. Yeah. Why don't you go back to your insane asylum and leave me the hell alone? I don't like that. Don't like that. Well, you just wait for this incredible comeback. All right. Shouldn't you be doing the same thing? Oh, her wit. (laughs) Takes one to no one. I may be insane, but at least I'm not living a giant lie. Shut up. (laughs) Another great comeback. I love that we're adding to the list of things Julia seems to think that she is. She's just openly like, I'm not well. (laughs) No, I'm here to take back what's mine. And it's here as in you're hearing something. You lay a finger on me, and I'll have you taken out of here in a body bag. Very easy to do so. There are several guns here. Many threats to kill. Please, I'm not here for you, you 99-cent whore. God, this is just a trying chapter. I'm here for my child's father. I took a deep breath and turned to face Bill, and he's like, who, me? (laughs) He looked awestruck. I locked eyes with him one last time. I gasped at what I saw in them. His eyes had changed. Oh, he must have summoned a shard blade. <laughs> They're now completely white. I haven't seen that look in his eyes since he was in the accident. Which, as we all know, was that he got conked in the head. Come on, Bill, say it. Who do you love? Me or that dirty, homeless rat? You tell him, Julia. You have an apartment. <laughs> you're, you're a ho- you, have, you are now just a regular rat. I didn't even bother to make a comeback. I was still looking into Bill's eyes so she doesn't have to because now she knows she's just a regular dirty rat. (laughs) They were filled with love. The love he had for me before Cleo came and ruined everything. Hurry up, Bill. Tell the rat to get out of here. See, she amended to correctly just call her a rat. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, you bitch. (laughs) The entire church gasped, including me. Oh! Oh! I shouldn't have read that, I guess, unless she's gasping at her own audacity. I heard a loud laugh coming from the right side of the church. It was Taiva. Oh, okay, Bill said that. I'm sorry. I'm not going to make you read that. I know you Thank don't like Thank you. No, yeah. I'm glad yeah. I, I have the opportunity not yeah. to read that. Yeah, no. Okay, my bad. That was, I like the idea that it was. <laughs> Julia, she's shocked at her own gall. While Duncan tries to figure out who's delivering this next line, we have a great interlude, uh, a palate cleanser of Dr. Parge licking her own toes. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure it's impossible to tell who's making that mouth sound right now. Ha! It's about the time you grew a pair and told that bitch off, Bill! I love your ha. Ha! Cleo screamed in rage and lifted her hand to slap Bill. Oh, rude. As her hand was about to strike his face, he caught it and squeezed her wrist. Don't touch me. (laughs) Get your hands off of her. I'd almost forgotten that Christian was there with the gun still pointed at Bill. I was about to say, literally was about to say that I had also forgotten (laughs) that Christian was still here. I've had enough of you. 
No, that was Tyva, as we're about to find out. I've had enough of a you. Thank you for your quick pivot. Tyva stomped out of the aisle and knocked Christian on the head with the back of her gun. Like, passive-aggressively? Yeah. Like, just a wee conk? Well, he, uh, he immediately... Uh, it's missing an E as well. He immediately fell to the ground at her feet. It's a real who's who of difficult words to spell, spelled yeah. incorrectly. Yes, it's always words that ended T-L-Y, like definitely, and it's missing the E. Definitely and immediately are notoriously hard to spell, so yes. I understand it. Thank you. But they're back to back. Yes. And there is spell check. That is also true. Although maybe you were writing it directly in the... Um, I might have been, yes. The, the, the text Quizilla, box. Yeah. What do you call that? The little text box. Yeah, there's a yeah. name for it. There's a little acronym for it. Mm. Anywho. Oh, great. Well, I don't know who's talking. Tyva. <laughs> oh, my God. I've had to do this so many times. Well, you don't know it's Tyva. I'm pretty sure. Oh, finally. He is annoying. The entire church stared at Tyva with mouths and eyes eyed open. <laughs> Instead of A disaster. Instead of wide it's e-i-d he's not the dead he's just out the cold the sheesh how could we possibly have assumed that the woman with a gun was capable of murdering someone the crowd relaxed they're all like oh okay, oh, okay. Yeah. everything else is fine then since christian wasn't in my way anymore i started walking towards the altar bill walked away from cleo and started walking towards me as we were about to meet i heard cleo scream at the top of her lungs her face was red and her veins were popping out of her neck. Her elegantly styled platinum hair was now all over the place. That's a nice compliment. Yes. I will not let this happen. She lunged towards me, but I managed to jump out of the way in time. She hit her head on one of the church benches, but that still didn't stop her. Even, god, that's even a, conking her she, head. She hit her head on a wooden pew. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my god. No more powerful... <laughs> Uh, disincentive yeah. than getting conked. Mm. She turned back and attempted to punch me in the face. I pushed her hand away, but she did manage to scratch my cheek with her nails. For a second, I was off guard. Guard spelled wrong, which she took an opportunity. Something about this is spelled wrong. It's spelled oh, with a, opportunity with yes, a U. Yes, with yep. a U. To punch me in the stomach. <gasps> That's where the baby is. Oh no! <laughs> That's the baby's house. <laughs> I felt my stomach twitch as Ariana felt the impact of the punch. She said, you punched my baby. <laughs> you punched a baby in the face. Now she's done it. No one touches my child, unborn or born. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a banger paragraph that was. And here we go. We got another one. Wow, a paragraph. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Forrest just collapsed. <laughs> She's just waiting for belly rubs, I think. I let all the anger that I've been bottling up inside of me flow out of me in one fluid motion. I punched Cleo square in her jaw. She doubled over in pain, and I kicked her once more in the face. Wow, the face. She's very kindly avoiding the tummy because she is also pregnant. She ended up on the ground, holding her bleeding face. This is a real uh, L kills that one Mandy. This is a real L kills Mandy situation. Yeah. I think that sufficient trauma can still end a pregnancy, even if it's not tummy trauma. That's true. I, she's standing this whole time, right? No, yes. she doubled over in yes, pain. Yes, okay, yes. perfect. This all tracks, actually. Yeah, this is a pretty this good physical, quite competent. physical scene, yeah. I started walking towards her to finish what I started, but I felt something grab me and turn me around. It was Bill. Julia, it's over. You don't have to hurt her anymore. Good, thank you. 
I looked into his love-filled eyes once more and felt warm tears fall down my cheeks. Love-filled eyes. Love-filled. <laughs> I buried my head in his chest and he stroked my hair. Needless to say, the wedding was canceled. She puts you... on the sunglasses I... yep. and plays the CSM AME. <laughs> Can you imagine the people at this wedding just being like, huh? Hmm. There's a lot going on there. They go home, they're like, Yo, honey, you'll never believe this. There were two we- there were two guns at this wedding. Two guns. <laughs> Someone called an ambulance for Cleo and Christian, who were both passed out. Ugh, match made in heaven. A doctor examined me to make sure that the baby and I were okay. I was fine. Uh, wait. The baby's the undetermined. The implication yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> All the wedding guests left in a stupor. Ooh, a stupor. Wow. Oh. You know, this would actually be a pretty well-written chapter. It feels like I aged like three years. If it weren't for all the misspelled words. Yeah. This wasn't what they expected when they RSVP'd to this wedding. Oh, yeah, it's probably all Cleo's family and whatnot. They're like, huh. What about fans and um, paparazzi? Maybe. I sat on the church steps, church proper noun again, mm. and waited for the next bus downtown to come. She's regained her piety. <laughs> she found God in the middle of that fight. She found God in punch. <laughs> it was cold out. I shivered slightly. <laughs> I felt something warm around my shoulders. I turned. It was Bill's jacket. He sat down next to me and laid his hand on top of mine. Aren't you cold? She needs it more than I do. Besides, I can't let my baby get cold. The baby, uh, is inside. It's warm. Yeah, very warm. Yeah, it's very warm. Probably too hot. <laughs> you think about <laughs> that? Warm. Yeah. I bet a fetus is too hot all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Can't really ask one. That's like 100 degrees in there. Yeah. So you finally realize that this is you, child. This is you. <laughs> this, this is you, this child. Is you, child. That's what that says, that this is you, child. I, I think I've always known that it was... That it was you, child. That it was you, child. <laughs> she. It's a girl. She was mine, but I got so wrapped up in Cleo's lies that I let it stop myself from following my heart. To see that you, child. <laughs> this All of Bill's grammar is so yeah. topsy-turvy <laughs> it, that it's, I it's... got so wrapped up that... It's that I let it stop myself from following my heart. Yeah. I need to, I cannot emphasize this enough, how difficult it is to read this story just like straight through. The grammar is so bad. And it's like, even when it's a normal sentence and you're reading it, sometimes you're just like, what? What? (laughs) It just goes every which way. Yeah. And what did your heart tell you? That I loved you. Mm, I don't think it did, but sure. Your heart is smart. (laughs) (laughs) He's got low cholesterol. <laughs> He's been eating his Cheerios. Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> I put my hand over his heart and he took my hand in his. I love you, Julia. I love you too. This episode sponsored by Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for all that I've pushed you through. You must think I'm a jackass. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you think you'll ever forgive me? I pondered this for a moment. I took a little extra time just to make Bill suffer. I'm just going to say, I don't think I would forgive him. I know he's like an amnesiac, but he was, he was being very annoying. Yeah, he, he was, was being very annoying. real... Real stinker. Real stinker. He was being a real stinker. Yes, I can. Ugh, whatever. He smiled that adorable smile that I love and kissed me. I put my hands against his cheeks and he held my waist. I hadn't kissed him in so long, and my lips starved for his. Wow. <laughs> Hungry lips. Hungry. Mum, mum, mum. What if, what if your lips... Hungry for what kiss. If your lips... 
Oh. <laughs> what if your lips opened and then they had lips? Teeth. I was gonna say. Each of your lips, lips had, had lips. I was gonna say, what if your lips had teeth? Yeah, there are teeth inside the. Yum, lips. Yum, yum. No, 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 no. I can see it. We pulled apart for air, and I smiled. I missed you. I missed you too. I smiled at him, and he looked down at his hands. He's like, "What have I done?" He says he's so high. <laughs> What's the matter? He took my hand again, and I felt him slip something onto my finger. He let go, and I saw it was the engagement ring he was supposed to give to Cleo just a few minutes ago. It actually kind of should have been a wedding ring. I think they were already engaged, but sure. Mm. What is this? Julia, will you marry me? Bold. He, like, only just remembered her, like, a minute ago, but sure. And now it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven sets of ellipses. With four periods. Yes. And they were all indented. No. <laughs> hey. Good, I'm glad. This is the first good decision yes, Julia's made. It's about time. Wow. This college level reading education is finally coming in handy. This is a big moment. Yes. She used her, her words and she didn't, no, she didn't use her word. She only used one word, but she's using her brain. She's using that brain. Yeah. Her smart heart. <laughs> what? I'm not ready yet, but maybe someday. Oh, acting like an adult. We love to see it. The bachelor could never. He looked back down at his hands, disappointed. But that doesn't mean I don't love you. I lifted his face up and kissed him again. I heard clapping in the background, then heard Tyva's voice. I like the idea that the whole wedding, they're like, oh, well, that's nice. That, at least this happened. I imagine it's a slow clap. Yep. Like a villain. Yep, yep, yep. Finally! I smiled into the kiss and pulled Bill closer to me. I finally have him back, and no one's going to take him away again. That's a promise to myself that I'll make sure to keep. Wow. That's the end of the story. Wow. Very long chapter. Why are we so mad? What? Because uh, the author said you're going to be so mad at yeah, the end of the story. Yeah, I guess, I like... guess it's disappointing because they're not engaged, but I think that was actually a very adult no, that's decision. That's actually a great ending. I can see how a 14-year-old is like, or sorry, not even a 14-year-old, yeah, a, like a 12, 13-year-old was like, they didn't get married at the end. The story is terrible. So I could see that, but I think it was a very mature decision. I, legit? Yeah. I must say, yeah. this chapter started with the worst writing I've ever seen in one of these stories. <laughs> yeah. But then when you kind of leaned into the silliness of the situation and the action scene, it was like legitimately, it was it was over the top, but like intentionally, it was yeah. not bad. Yeah, it was not bad. You can see uh, my comedy roots uh, here. I said my, I can assure you the comedy scenes in my book are nowhere near as good as this, but... You can see where it all comes from. It's all coming together. There is an author's note as well, which is mm. exciting. Yes, I'm still alive. And I'm proud to say that that is also still true right now. Wow, you've made it. <laughs> Very crazy. I know I haven't posted since January, which is why I made this chapter so long. Because I love you people. This is the last chapter, but I've decided to make this story a trilogy. <laughs> so I'll be posting part three soon. And don't worry, I'll actually update that one. Smiley face. Great transition. Which is that we actually did find... The sequel to the sequel, but it's unfinished. <laughs> so she did not actually keep her promise and did not update that one. So that's kind of the big question here as we're now at the end of the story. Do we want to read the five chapters that we have discovered of the sequel to the sequel of Kisses of Regret? Or do we just want to leave it be? It's going to be unsatisfying because it is not finished. Keep in mind... 
that this actually had a pretty good ending. Yes, this is also, as we have just said, a pretty good ending. So we're going to leave it up to y'all. Let you decide. Well, give them the option. Yes, well, we're going to give you the option. Do you want to go into the next story, which we have already discussed independently, um, or do you want to see those five chapters? You're not going to give them a preview for the next story? Well, I said... This is where Duncan and I disagree a little bit. Okay, because we don't know what it's going to be. We, okay. I thought you were going to overrule me, but you're giving no, me say. I'm giving you say. Okay, interesting. Oh, we I, we will also let you weigh in on this. There is another story. There are, to be specific, there are two stories left in the Bill Cowlick canon of stories. And my thought was that we would be reading them in order of quality. Because <laughs> uh, these are written when I am 13 and 14. So, as you can see, this story ended when I was 12 or 13. Uh, Forgotten Memories was entirely when I was 12. And this one, I believe I'm 13. Like, 12 and 13. and Because I was writing them concurrently. The next two are definitely when I was 13 and 14. And when I say that they're good, I don't mean that they're good. I don't mean that they're good. But I think they're better. I think they're not as... They miss that, like, certain... The je ne sais quoi? Yes, the je ne sais quoi. Oh, they, they don't have the je ne sais quoi. They are getting better, but they are definitely, like, Twilight-era, very intense, uh, paranormal and sci-fi fan fictions. So my thought was we read them in order of the way they were written, and we read the fantasy one first, which is very Twilight-inspired, and then we end on the sci-fi one. But Duncan, who loves sci-fi, really wants to skip to the sci-fi one, which is going to undoubtedly be the best written of the three, or rather of the two. And I think that it's just not fair to go backwards. She read me the um, synopsis for the story and it sounded so rad. (laughs) I'm hyped for it. All right. All right. So you know what? Let's give the audience, instead of doing a prediction as we would usually do, we will read you the snippets of each one. We will give you the summaries uh, from Meba.com. We will give you the summaries of each story. And then you will be able to let us know what it is you want to see next. And first we have the uh, sequel to the sequel. It's called Everybody Wants to Be Loved. Julia Vimera finally has the love of her life, Bill Cowlick, back in her arms after his battle with amnesia. Julia may have rejected Bill's marriage proposal, but that hasn't stopped them from moving on together. The baby's due soon, and Julia wants only one thing, for her mother to be at the birth. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> the only problem is Julia has no idea who her mother is, or if she's even alive. Yep. That's a big problem. That's a very big problem. Now it's up to Julia, with some help from Bill, <laughs> just some. To find her mother. Meanwhile, Taiva begins to get a taste of the fast life. Oh my god. Oh, whoa. whoa. <laughs> That's the last line. It's just such a throw. <laughs> what? Okay, now I'm kind of excited okay, for yeah, this. Yeah, I know. I'm very curious about Taiva and the fast life. I did not know that. <laughs> okay, interesting. So that is five chapters total. Again, it is not finished. So we will not know how this ends. It will have an unsatisfying ending. But if y'all want to see it, we will read it. Five chapters. All right. The next story, which is actually an option um, when we were doing voting for which story we wanted to read for this season, is called Love Me Dead. And it is a fantasy vampire-ish story. I don't know that he's a vampire specifically, but, you know. This is a quote. It begins with a quote. I wanted him and everyone knew it except him. Stefani Miane, not sure how that's pronounced, wants Bill Cowlick just like every other girl in school. 
Was it his perfect hair? Or the sense of danger you get whenever you're around him? Either way, she wanted him. Badly. Until she finds out he really does, and then in quotes, suck the life out of you. Why is that in quotes? I don't know. <laughs> and that is 17 chapters. Uh, again, this is like a, a kind of like a vampire e one. For reference, this was written, uh, yes, when I was 12. It be- began when I was 12, ended, I believe. No, it began when I was 13. Yes, began when I was 13. And I was 13 the entire time. I wow. just I just checked the dates. And the one that <laughs> Junket is very excited about, the last Bill Cowlick fan fiction that I ever wrote is called The Year Love Died, which I wrote when I was, bear with me on this, 14. A real adult. In the year 3034. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what these stories have been meaning? I've been missing space. <laughs> Sci-fi. In the year 3034, dating is considered an ancient practice. Caps are the way of the future. Compatible automatic partners. Yes. <laughs> they look exactly how you want them to look, act like you want them to act, and like what you want them to like. Half human, half machine. Sounds like the perfect partner. No. <laughs> Bill Cowlick waited 19 long years to make his very own cap Amelia. She acts like him, likes the same things as him, can never say no to him, and will never leave him for anyone or anything. She's simply perfect. It doesn't take long for Bill to realize Amelia's just too perfect. This is the plot of the most recent season of What We Do in the Shadows. I can't believe they stole that storyline from The Year Love Died by 123 Miss Murder 456. Yeah, take away TT. You better, you better yeah, call Yeah, I'm getting, get on the phone. Get on the phone. <laughs> then he meets Spinelli. Whoa. <laughs> A quirky anti-technology 19-year-old mother whose boyfriend died in the Android War of 3030. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> ah, that was so much information. She's literally not like the other girls' sci-fi edition. She's a rebel. She's anxious. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> She's flawed. She's his real true love. And Amelia's not too happy. And this is 21 chapters. Android War. <laughs> I think there is an android war in this, yes. Ah! Yes, a continued android war. So, I don't know if that's a spoiler, but yeah, that's where this is heading. <laughs> in terms of, as you can see, like, the, uh, the, this, I genre switched quite a bit as a child. I went from typical girl meets boy band, though nothing about that story is typical, to, to the android. The 3360. <laughs> The Android War of 3030 has just been resolved. <laughs> so those are our two options. I want to save the year love died for the end. Duncan wants to start with it, but we'll let you decide. Which one do you want to go with? Ponder it. Let it sink in. What are you in the mood for? Are you in the mood for sci-fi? Are you in the mood for fantasy? Are you in the mood for something that's really bad or for something that's slightly better? We'll have to find out. Let us know what you think on Twitter at MyFirstFanPod or on Instagram at FirstFanFictionPodcast. And you can also let me know your thoughts via email at MyFirstFanFiction at gmail.com. One last time, pain! Pain! <laughs> <laughs>